Good evening. Good evening. <clears throat> Good evening. We'll call the medium of the Libertarian Board of Commissions to order. Mr. Brown, has the medium been properly advertised? Yes, sir, it has. Thank you, sir. Mr. Parker, good to see you. Uh, let us stand now. Uh, Pastor Henry Frazier is with us again. He, from work to the commission meeting, he's going to lead us in the invocation and our Pledge of Allegiance. Let us pray. Father, we thank you again for the privilege to gather here to bring um, great minds together that we might do great things for this community, even for this nation. God, we pray that you will lead us and guide us. Give us all the insight. Give us the wisdom that is necessary that we might make the right decisions and the right choices. Not ones that favor us, but one that favor all. One that make you pleased by the choices and decisions that we make. We thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, Individual with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Our minutes from the month of September will require our approval. Yes, Mr. Chairman, I make a motion. We approve the minutes as presented. Second. Motion and second that we approve the minutes <clears throat> September 1st and 17th as presented. Any discussion on that? There being none, all in favor, please raise your right hand. Uh, Commissioner Bowen, are you good? Yes, sir. The, the minutes are approved. Thank you. This time, uh, it's perfect timing. I wasn't sure what time the coach would be able to arrive, but you know, we uh, annually we have the big Liberty County Bradwell Classic, <coughs> and um, that was uh, we're, really they played back-to-back -back games this year. Mm -hmm. But uh, two weeks ago, they played the first game of the season at Auburn Field and rained out, <laughs> a little lightning too, so they had to call the game early. But there was a winner before they called the game, and a winner is a winner. So, you know, it's been our honor for several years now to present this trophy. I, I, I've lost, in, I don't know how many years now it's been going on. Uh, over about 14, yeah. Jim. But I, I can say that Liberty has been very successful <laughs> when it comes to it. So we're proud tonight mm -hmm. to have uh, Coach Warner here, and he brought one of his players here uh, to receive the trophy. So, listen, Coach, we've been doing a little bit differently. Let's see if you, will, you and your player will come up, please, sir. Okay, that's a coach you got. Who you got with you? That's your son. All right. He, oh, he's the driver. Doesn't the driver? Doesn't the driver? Doesn't the driver? Yeah, you stand right there. Mr. Chairman, I was going to say I watched the video of that. Uh huh. I must be cheating a little bit. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, Coach, I'm gonna let you make some remarks, but we'll so then we come down and present to you. You know, it's always an honor to come come before you guys and uh, just say, you know, it's been a trying year. You know, with all this COVID-19 stuff, and you know, it was difficult for for both us and Bradwell because we kind of got a late start with everybody. We didn't start mm -hmm. back up until middle of sep well first of September, and then we we had about two and a half weeks prepare for each other and um, you know I take my hat off to them you know they played hard we played hard you know just just hope that both teams continue to improve because I think both teams can make the playoffs and, and, and give the entire city uh, uh, two teams to cheer for so uh, I'm, I'm pulling for them hopefully they're pulling for us and hopefully the community get behind both teams and, 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 and make them successful 
We, we will, sir, and thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. We yes, appreciate sir. your heart when it comes to that. All right. Yes, sir. Commissioner, let's, let's, let's go down. Let's say, shall we? Coach, come on up here. Okay. Commissioner Gillett, will you travel with him? Because yeah. <clears throat> we got to have the, where's the envelope? Should be right below the Commissioner Wallen, will y'all come this way? Now, Mr. Stevens, I will try to remember, is it time for you guys to keep this one? Yes, sir. I thought you, I thought you would know. <laughs> I thought you would know. I thought you would know. Come on in. Right here. Go ahead, Chairman. Make sure we have Brad Welsh on. Are we good? Put your trophy in the middle now. There it is right there. He's running back trophy in the middle. Yeah, he is running back. Everybody in? Okay, good deal. Hold on. Hold on, Pat. Got a part B to this today a little bit. We have more time. We'd have made it a little more. Need to get it to be like Bob Sprank a lot. Hold on. Next slide, please. Now, this kind of gentleman has now celebrated her hundred wins. Congratulations, Thank sir. Can't do it without my community. Continue success. All right. All right. Success. Yeah. Is it 19? Yeah. Woo! Goodness Man, I remember when you went down there. Good Lord. Mm. Time flies. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank mm -hmm. you, son. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Okay. All righty. New business, LCPC. Jeff, you're the man tonight, huh? <clears throat> Good evening, Chairman Lovett, members of the board. Good evening, sir. Mm -hmm. We have a couple of uh, zoning uh, cases for you to consider tonight. Uh, the first one is a rezoning request, item number 2020-30-LC. Uh, uh, <coughs> you can you go ahead to uh, public hearing? Yeah. Okay. Chair, obtain a motion to go into public okay. hearing. Second. Second. All in favor? Uh, we're not in public here. Thanks, sir. Uh, this position was uh, submitted by Jaw Services LLC. Uh, the guy's name is Justin Calvin. Uh, he's the owner. He wants to rezone 0.89 acres of land, more or less, on E.G. Miles Parkway from AR1 to B2. <coughs> general, your general commercial district is parcel number 036D021. It's located at 1393-196 uh, West. And the parcel is located in Ms. Thrift's district. Yes, sir. Next slide, please. Uh, you'll see here a uh, on the right <coughs> photograph of the property. You can see that there's a, an existing uh, house here. It's a dwelling. And um, the minus. Mm -hmm. okay. Main. Main. Okay, there's an existing house uh -huh. there. With I, I presume they've got water and sewer in order to have a house there. So water and sewer is available to the site. I guess I think it's a septic tank and, a, and maybe a well. Uh, and then you see the ad there and the coastal courier there for, for the meeting was advertised and you see the sign on the on the front. So the meeting, I mean, the <coughs> rezoning request has been properly advertised. Next slide, please. And this is just a general location. Uh, you can see right here, this is the uh, uh, Highway 196. Right here is the location where the new wind electric is going, just to kind of give you a reference. Uh, Griffin, the road to Griffin Park is here. That's Miles Crossing. So it's right over here in this general area right here and, and as I said it's just uh, 0.89 acres of land. Next slide please. 
and this is just a closer shot. You can see the existing house on the property and the house, uh, the property goes back uh, a little ways back behind the house there. Initially, when the applicant came in, he said he wanted to build a, uh, like a warehouse behind it to store some appliances and things that he sells. I think he's since changed his mind on that. I don't, I don't think he intends to build the warehouse back there, but he would like to proceed with the commercial B2 zoning on the property. Next slide, please. And of course, this is the current zoning map. You can see the property next door to it is B2. Of course, the property over here across the street is a property that's currently being built on by Wind Electric. That's, <coughs> uh, that's B2 as well. Uh, this is an area where it kind of goes in and out of the city at this point. Like this area right here is Griffin Park. You can see that hatch there. That's, that's, uh, that's the city of Hinesville, uh, in, the, in the city of Hinesville. This area, of course, is in the unincorporated county in this zone. Currently zone AR1, he's asking for the B2, like the one next door. Next, next slide, please. Our zoning analysis, the uh, Planning Commission met on September the 15th, and they considered these things, and I'll go through these briefly and then give you their recommendation. Uh, the property does have reasonable economic value as it's currently zoned. Uh, it does conform to the JLS plan. Uh, the property, uh, <coughs> the proposed use, uh, does conform to the uh, county comprehensive plan because uh, uh, 196 is considered a mixed-use corridor, so mm -hmm. this would be appropriate use uh, zoning for that area. This will not have an adverse impact on nearby on the use and values of nearby properties. It's suitable in use of nearby uses. As I said, there are a number of commercial um, uses within this area. Uh, the, the zoning proposal will not create an undue burden on transportation, schools, uh, streets, and transit. Uh, this would not allow a short-term gain at the expense of our long-term goals. It would not create a domino effect, and we haven't noted any historical sites that would be negatively impacted by this. Um, the property is not in a, in a flood hazard area, and it would not be considered spot zoning because there are other similar properties around it. And there are no, no unique conditions which support <coughs> approval or denial of this. And the, as I said, the Planning Commission met on September the 15th to have a public hearing. They recommend approval of this request with standard conditions. I'd be glad to answer any questions that you have about it. Any questions for Mr. Richardson? Did, did they have anyone um, oppose? Oppose or there, there, were, there was a couple there, Mr. and Mrs. Wells, who live right behind this property. <coughs> if, uh, if you could back up to the area, I can kind of show you where they are. They came in and they were uh, they weren't really opposed as much as they were just concerned about what he was proposing to do with it. Right. They they live right here on this property, right. so they do share a, a boundary with this. So he doesn't own that little corner there that's already. This, uh, no, this is this is owned by a separate person. And the, then the church is over to the left. There's a church here on this property. Okay, so there was really no any no opposition as to what he was. O only the Wells were just concerned about what right. he was doing there. Okay. Ready for a motion, Mr. Chair? Ready for a motion. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Mr. Chairman, I make a motion that we approve the recommendations of LCPC to rezone that piece of property there. Is there a second? Let me get my... Second. Any further discussion? Any other questions? There being none, all in favor, raise your right hand, please. Those opposed? All right. Thank you. Hey, Chairman, our, our next uh, case, if you'll advance the slide, is a... Uh, request right. for a variance. All right, let us come out of public hearing then. Chair, take a motion to come out of public hearing back in the regular session. So moved. Second. Second. All in favor? Raise your hand. All right. You may proceed, <laughs> sir. Okay. 
Okay, this is a petition that was submitted by Be Seen Outdoor Advertising for a billboard distance variance. Uh, your current ordinance requires a thousand feet separation between billboards anywhere in the county. Uh, and uh, the applicant would like to have that reduced to 750 feet because there are other billboards within 750 feet of the, of, of the location where they want to put this billboard. Uh, the property is uh, the property owner is Bertha Wendell. Um, the uh, petitioner is asking for the distance to be lowered to approximately 750 feet. Uh, the property is fur further described as parcel number 120070. The billboard will be located near the intersection, be located on Highway 84, near the intersection of 84 and Leroy Kofer Highway. And this parcel is located in District 6. Slide. District 5. <laughs> District 5. <laughs> District, District 6. Hmm? It's in Mr. Gillard's That's five. He's five. That's five. Gary's five. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I miscounted. I thought <laughs> Hey, don't worry about it, Jeff. They've been getting me mixed up ever since I've been here 12 years. <laughs> District 5. Sorry, Mr. Gillard. That's okay. They ride the whole county anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a this is a picture of the ad in the Coastal Courier, and this is a picture uh, standing on the property looking back toward the intersection of Leroy Kofer and 81, uh, 80, 84. <laughs> that's the uh, that's a sign there on the property showing that we advertise it. Next, next slide, please. And this is just a picture of the you can see the intersection of Leroy Kofer there with 84, and you can see this triangular shaped piece of property. You might recall um, the, the the applicant or, or the not the applicant. Uh, the property owner came in about five years ago or so and asked to rezone this I property. That. Yeah. At the time, their envisioned use was a fruit stand. When that fruit stand never came to fruition, so this property is still zone B2. But it, as you can see, it's kind of a an odd shaped piece of property. Even though there's an acre there, because of the odd shape, it'd be really hard to do much of anything with that property with all the setbacks and everything that would be required. Anyway, the uh, the proposed sign would be uh, they're proposing the sign to be 10 feet off of the right of way, which is required. Um, the pole would take up about 36 inches of ground space. That's just how big the big monopole uh, uh, would be for the billboard. And the sign would have an overall 25-foot height. Next slide, please. This is just a overall uh, a general location. Again, you can see where uh, Leroy Cooper comes in. It's right here adjacent to the intersection. Mm -hmm. Next slide. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me, let me, you can't really can't see this very good, so I'm going to point this out to you. This is the location of the... Uh, billboard that's being proposed. You can see one, two, three, four, five billboards right in this area. I think most of these might be owned by the applicant, but the closest one, this one, is about 750 feet away. <coughs> and as I said, the ordinance requires billboards to be a thousand feet separated between each other. Next slide, please. And this is a view. I apologize, you can't really see in this in this light. Need the lights dim? Cut the lights off. <laughs> Yeah, that might help. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Nobody goes to sleep. Okay, so you can see this is it's a standing in the intersection of uh, Leroy Cooper. One, two, three, four, and then there's one down there. So that's that's how close this site is to those existing billboards. Next slide, please. Just another one standing at a different position uh, near the near the point of this property, and you can see the proximity of the other billboards. Next slide, please. And then this is standing right in the middle of this property, looking at that closest one that's 750 feet away from 
from this billboard. Next, next slide, please. And then, of course, this is just a GIS measurement showing the distance between this billboard and the existing billboard there that's 748 feet away. Next slide. And you can see that this property is zone B2. We said you all zoned that about five years ago. This is a salter property, it's zone B2. Both of those will be appropriate for uh, billboards. Next slide, please. So the conditions for granting the variance, the Planning Commission looked at this at their meeting on September the 15th. Uh, it did not meet any of your conditions for uh, granting a variance. And in fact, uh, the Planning Commission notes that uh, the location of that sign there might actually distract drivers at the intersection of Leroy Coper and Highway 84. Next slide, please. So the Planning Commission on September 15th recommended disapproval of this period request. But I'd be glad to answer any questions. This has been advertised in the public here. If you want to take comments. The applicant is here. Yeah. Same routine questions. Was there any opposition from? There was no opposition at the planning commission. You said the applicant is here? The applicant is here. Downstairs? No, no. They're right here. Oh. <laughs> I thought I saw the Bertha Windows name. Yeah, that's what is. It's green look, it's still different. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Brown, <clears throat> where is this in reference to the possible locating of the Heisel bypass? Went home, okay. <clears throat> we're not certain yet. Is well, we're not. In, in fact, the, you know, the original bypass piece that was proposed was going to come out on the other side of Homestown Road towards Midway. Yeah. I, actually, I'm sorry, a little bit this side of Homestown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But not right there. But, but, not, but not right there. There was a talk about making a link there. Yeah, there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> then they want to yes. zigzag it. I mean, that's not even, has, hadn't even been planned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. All right. Mr. Chair, mm -hmm. are you finished? Um, Go ahead. I saw what y'all had about the distraction. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I know for the amount of what it's sitting, where it's going to be sitting at, probably be a pretty sight to look at. But also, as uh, <clears throat> I'm looking at the amount of accidents that's already happening there, from I think me and Sheriff had talked about it one time before about them mainly running the uh, running the stoplight, <laughs> and uh, don't know if this is would this add to it or not. I mean, that was one of the concerns that the that was brought up at the planning commission meeting. That uh, as you're as you're looking as you ought to be looking for traffic to make that right turn because it is sort of a right on red type of signal. You might be looking at that at that billboard there, and you might take your eyes off the road for a minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's already dangerous enough. I, I, actually, we wrote to the state department and asked them to come take a look at it and see could it be changed to. Uh, no turn on red, and they wrote back so that they hadn't had any accidents down there because of the red light. <laughs> I think it's a pretty safe in, intersection right there. I mean, you know, people with red light, they're going to stop, they're going to look. They don't the look. Intersection. Yeah, they should. There's a real big problem there with that intersection. Yeah. And they stopped coming the other way. Last, oh, golly. I mean, you're going to have an accident at any intersection. That's just the nature of it. That's not a dangerous intersection. What's the distance, instead of cutting through the field, what's the distance going down the road and then taking a left down the highway? What's the distance? Y'all measure that? We did not measure that, but I you think. You didn't measure that? We did not measure it that. It seemed like you wouldn't measure that because 
really you can't see that billboard from that highway so much. See, like you'd go down the highway and measure the distance and get that thousand feet. Come on. The ordinance says well, I'm the just distance between. It doesn't say about the field around the road. You know, it's not like you down the highway, you get one sign here and a thousand feet to the next sign. You cut, you look into the field. If you go here, it's two different roads now, not on the same mm -hmm. road. And I'm thinking when they wrote this ordinance up, or we designed it, that it was probably, you know, something like this never even came up. Mm -hmm. If it had come up, I would think they would have looked at it a little differently. But we're talking about billboards on the same, you know, on the same street. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking there's more than a thousand feet. You come down the road and you take a left. Instead of going straight through yeah. like the crow flies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe y'all should have taken that in consideration. Well, that's for us to take into consideration, not them. Yeah, <coughs> that, mm -hmm. Mr. Chairman, that was my question. And looking at the vicinity on the map, the 748 feet. But the, the other five signs that are kind of clustered right in there, they're not a thousand. They, they were done before the ordinance. Uh, the, the ordinance used to have 500 feet between signs and those mm -hmm. were done then. But uh, you know, several years ago back in, I think 2012, the ordinance was changed to increase it from, a th from 500 to a thousand feet separation between billboards. So that's why this one is different. If it were under the old ordinance, it, would, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be here. Right, well, I'm kind of like Commissioner Bowen, you go to the stop and then you got to turn left and then there's the sign, or mm -hmm. where we see it on the map, mm -hmm. is where they're wanting to place it at. So I'm like him going through the field is not doing due diligence for, for the footage of it. Um, and I, I don't see where it would be a bearing on an accident or whatever, because it looks like they're going to put it to the left of the intersection rather than right in front of you coming up to the stop. So. Can we, uh, I'm sorry, Sheriff Sykes, you want to speak? Yeah, I just want to reiterate what you... Uh, Connie. Connie. Come on. Uh, separate highway completely. Mm -hmm. The ordinance was written originally for distance between billboards. On the same road. The state of Georgia recognizes 500 feet. The city of Hinesville, Richardson came up with the ordinance, which the county adopted at a later date. I don't think as a general rule that's a bad the, the requirement, but I'm, I'm like you. That's why they come before us because we get to do the consideration and, and discuss the variables. So we appreciate your commissioners for doing what they did. Now it's our job to do what we do. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. This um, is in, in uh, my district, Mr. Chairman. I thought y'all, is, is it yours, sir? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, can I say a comment before you? Yes, sir. Uh, whenever you're ready for a motion. Thank you, sir. I'm ready. You know, when I, and of course, every, maybe every driver is different, but I ain't driving up there looking at. <laughs> I mean, I guess they want the sign to be visible, but but man, when I'm driving, I'm driving. I'm not going <laughs> to give all my attention to the to the, to the billboard, yeah, to the billboard. And, and then you said it's a unique piece of property, hard to use, yes. 
-hmm. Somebody owns that property. They need to have some use for it. Mm -hmm. So if it can't be this, then, then, then my thing is let it, let it be this. You know, I, yeah, I, I went down there that way um, yesterday on my way to Savannah, and I came back that way, and those other signs that you uh, just showed on your slide, I didn't see none of them. I didn't see none of them. So I don't. And you're right, Commissioner Bowen. You know, you will have accidents. You can have accidents. I doubt that accidents are caused by people rubbernecking at billboards. I think it's more because of just distracted driving or any other any other distraction that. That, that they can have, uh, yeah. not paying attention to the road, mm -hmm. more so than paying attention to or speeding. Uh, exactly. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. Intoxicated, what, yeah. what have you. Right. Okay. Piggyback on what Mr. Gilbert said. There's 17 signs down there right now within that you can throw a baseball. A good baseball player can throw it. I couldn't, but there's 17 of them, and it looks like that needs to be revisited. I mean, there's enough right here tonight. To Let's look at this again. Because if you do pull up to that intersection, just like you said, coming up from Dewar Cooper, mm -hmm. to turn right to come to Hinesville, mm -hmm. there's a semi in either lane there on the left hand side, and you can't see the mm -hmm. hometown road. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't see the sign, and that would make a difference. I mean, if you had maybe a, a wreck there, people would notice that, but if you're at that intersection, you're going home or you're going to work. I mean, and I don't see, mm -mm. The, I mean, the 1,000 foot or the 5,000 foot or the 250 feet, I don't think that would make any difference with the wrecks or the DOT would have said, hey, let's don't even put those signs on roads like this. So um, it does need to be revisited. I hope y'all will. I mean, look at it and let's see what we got to do to, to try to change, <coughs> not the whole picture, but let's just try to change to see what we're doing Commissioner Boyd said we may want to go down the highway instead of going across somebody's field. Mm -hmm. But I don't see no issue in it. I mean, I drive it, and I know Commissioner Stevens driving it a lot, but mm -hmm. they already said it was in my district, and now we get to Gary. Well, hey, I guess it's, I guess it's past this. Part. Well, I'm sorry, Gary. I, I just, hey, I apologize. I, no, no, it it, 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 it don't matter. Um, Same thing I, do to me. I, I would um, go ahead, Pat, and I'll second it. No, no, go ahead. I'll second it. Make a motion. Yeah, because you know it's not that much activity in District Five, so every now and then I get a chance to. to, to do but um, you know, and I appreciate the planning commission and um, you know for their diligence and everything, but. Um, Mr. Chairman, I'll make too. a motion that we mm -hmm. approve uh, the variance of 2020-033-LC. All right. Motion and a second that we approve the, the variance as presented by LCPC. Uh, and once again, we do, we commend your commissioners for their yes, overview but, and thank them for passing it on to us. <laughs> yeah. and, and maybe we do need to look at, just <clears throat> right. don't, I wouldn't make that a priority issue, but maybe something we need to discuss. As, as well as perhaps I was thinking as he was speaking, mm -hmm. most times most times those billboards are spread out, but maybe we need to look at intersections. How you know? I know you said those are there were grandfathered in, mm -hmm. so, so that's a done deal. Right. But in the future for future growth areas, you might want to limit the number that can be at any one like major intersection. 
But this was unusual because it's on two roads. I mean, most yeah. of the time they're on yeah. the same road. Right. You just measure a straight line from one gotcha. to another. Gotcha. But, you, you know, Mr. Chairman, it, it, it's good. To, I mean, you know, they could revisit it if they want to, but, um, you know, it's good to have a, a ordinance. Mm -hmm. you did. And it's also good to know that you can vote for them. Mm -hmm. I mean, so sure I, I don't have a problem sure with the can. way it's written sure because mm -hmm. if, um, if we want to come to us, we'll come mm -hmm. to us and mm -hmm. we want to approve it, you know, we, we can always do that. Yeah, we can. Okay. All right, so you done? Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Just mm -hmm. need to record the vote. Oh, we didn't vote. I take a vote. <laughs> All in favor. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. All right. All Thank one you, opposed. Thank you. One opposed. One opposed. Mm -hmm. All right. Personnel request Tax Commissioner Virgil Jones. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Good to see you. Very well, thank you, sir. Good evening, commissioners. Good evening. Um, thank you for the opportunity to come before you tonight um, for a special personnel request. Um, I tried to get the request to each of you at the same time. I emailed everyone except Commissioner Bowen. At the time, I didn't have an email address for him. <laughs> and I later found an old email address, and I sent it there. Then I finally put copy in your box. I hope everybody had a chance to review my request. Um, the request was not put in prior to now because when we had our uh, standard uh, budget request process, um, a lot of things that were going to happen or that's happening now I did I was unaware of. And we didn't have a standard um, budget <coughs> request process this time. So I hope everyone had a chance to review my request and to see all the the various things that are not just going on in the tax commissioner's office as it relates to our motor vehicle department and our property tax department, but just a lot of new things that are coming up. I mean, the county is growing, and as the county grows and everything changes in the county, it, it, it impacts the tax commissioner's office, um, you know, tremendously. Um, we have a lot of new initiatives coming um, up. As a matter of fact, in October, I mentioned in my letter, um, the new project that the Department of Revenue is requiring us to implement. Um, our IT department was in my office today. We have to now install scanners and we have to start scanning um, all of our title documents to the state I mean, after we help each of our, our customers, along with a number of other things. I don't want to go through them all, you know, standing here. So I hope everybody, everyone had a chance to see some of the things that um, I you know, brought to your attention as to why we do need additional personnel. And in this particular case, one additional person um, for my office. So with that said, I'll be glad to answer any questions um, if anybody has any or any address any concerns. I have one. Uh, what, what district you in, Virgil? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting. I'm actually in Commissioner Stevens's district. Well, well, I mean, I'm talking about your office over there. Uh, my office district. Yeah, if, if you don't get it right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> an office. Honestly, I oh, oh, oh. what district this building sits in. Oh, Commissioner man. Gillett. It must be your district, right? Well, well I'll take it. But I, I think it's Eddie's. I, oh, I, 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 I don't know either. I do not. I think know. it is, Commissioner. That, that side of Main Street, I think, belongs to Eddie. I, I got the other side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Mr. Yes, Jones. Yes, sir. Um, 
<laughs> now, generally, you, you, you do, you and your officer do a good job of, with your budget. Yes. And yes. All my years of being a commissioner, I've not known as I have had a problem with you in any budget overruns. Um, I know we had to purchase some equipment one time that was. Yes, sir. And I don't, <clears throat> but generally, yeah. so I guess my question is, based on, on your budget now, maybe you, Mr. Brown, can it absorb this position? Um, the budget that was approved, no, sir, will not, because it was approved okay. as with the personnel I have now. Mm -hmm. um, initially, I believe Mr. Brown recommended that Ms. McLaughlin review mm -hmm. what it would take, and uh, I'll ask Mr. Brown to address okay. that. All right. The budget that currently stands, and, and mainly due to the COVID and some of the stuff that's caused, um, if it stays on the same course it's on, probably will exceed this year what was originally budgeted. <clears throat> that's without the new person. Mm -hmm. um, but again, that's absent absent the normal COVID conditions, which nobody could project, and what he's had what he's had to, to do there to try to stay open. That's that's the sole cause of that. So I, I'm not sure. I didn't I didn't know what level or anything you want to bring the person in at. Maybe you've got those numbers uh, on what the annual salary would be. But as far as the budget goes, right, it, it's, in, okay. it's, in, it's in pretty good shape. Okay, all right. That's what we need to know. Yes. That's what we need to know. Any other questions for Mr. Jones? No. All right. The, the gentleman has come and made his sincere request to Cherry entertain a motion. You heard Mr. Brown's uh, response to the budget. Yeah, I make a motion that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think so, man. I, I, I think so. I don't have a problem with, uh, with it. And I read your letter and, and looked at it. Um, I still believe, you know, as a constitutional officer, which you are, yes. there's, yeah. there's, a, there's some privilege there. Some yeah, there privilege. Are. I do appreciate you I do too. sending the letter. <coughs> right. And, and coming uh, forward. Because it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's something that we don't want to, you know, just like anybody else, we don't want us to hit it when we can't cover it up. So, uh, Uh, Mr. Chair, uh, since he lives in my district, I'm going to second it. All right. Motion in a second. We approve his request. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you for how you approached that with us. Thank you so much. Appreciate mm -hmm. the spirit of collaboration. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. Justice Senator Barnes. For, for the record, uh, Mr. Lucas is uh, not <laughs> here. Yep. He, I think he appeared before you. He did the bond underwriting. <laughs> and the gentleman before you, I've seen him a little while, is uh, Mr. Jim Pinnell. Mm -hmm. His firm did uh, all the legal matters related to the bonds. So yes, he has that information for you tonight. Uh, Mr. Chairman, members of the commission, uh, my name is Jim Pinnell, and, and it is our privilege to be before you again. We've been privileged to serve as bond counsel for the county and the Public Facilities Authority over the years. Um, and we did a refunding issue, as you know, in 2017 that was purchased by Ameris Bank when I thought interest rates couldn't go any lower. <laughs> and that was 2.62% interest. And now yeah. these bonds, and I've handed out a little thing to show you, a little spreadsheet that shows <clears throat> the bonds were marketed yesterday at an interest cost of 0.95%. Um, 
I asked Mr. Lucas on the telephone because he could not be here and neither uh, was Trey Monroe available who's with Stiefel Nicholas when they marketed the bonds yesterday. I said, well, who in the world buys bonds that pay 0.3% <laughs> and he didn't give me a good answer but apparently they're money market funds and others. Treasuries are so low right now, interest rates are so low <clears throat> that you can see on this bond pricing sheet what the yield is. What happens in these financings now because the yields are so low, the underwriters want to buy the bonds at those interest rates you see on that column, 3%, 4%, 5%. And then that explains why they are only issuing, you're only required to issue $10,930,000 and they, because they are paying a premium to buy those bonds. They're paying more than the face value of them. <coughs> generates a premium of over $2 million. When you look at this sheet on the pricing sheet where it goes 10930000 par amount with a premium of $2,098,000, which then allows you to pay off over $12 million worth of bonds that were issued in 2017. Uh, so you're, you're, what you end up doing, you're paying back um, uh, more in interest the, uh, over the time of it. The purchasers like that. It helps <coughs> them market the bonds. But that's, that kind of explains those numbers because when you look at them cold, it doesn't make any sense. Well, gosh, you're issuing 10900000 How are you going to pay off $12 million with it? Um, the bonds were marketed yesterday. Uh, the, the authority met this afternoon. It adopted its bond resolution. Uh, the resolution that you have before you approves the intergovernmental contract with the authority. And as you know, <coughs> this intergovernmental contract, there are no other revenues other than the appropriations that y'all make to pay the debt service on those bonds under that contract. Uh, so if the, if the commission approves this resolution tonight, um, Mr. Davis will file the validation of the bonds later this week. Uh, Bond hearing has already been preliminarily scheduled on the 26th of the month. They'll close on Wednesday the 29th. Uh, the overall debt service savings um, you've got on here are, let me see here, um, Well, present value savings, excuse me, the overall savings are on this sheet, $825,000 at present value. It's almost $800,000, mm -hmm. $796,000. Over a period of how long? Over a period of eight years. Eight years? Yes, sir. And so um, it's a 6.26% uh, present value savings, uh, which is well above the underwriting standards that you generally look at in the industry. Let me ask you, if in the future, if the interest rates go up on these bonds, they would, are we locked in at this forever? Or you're you're locked in at this for the, the full eight years. These bonds, the way they're marketed, are not callable. This is <clears> the end of refundings. It was actually turned out to be a really good move in 2017 to place them with the bank because as interest rates kept going, you could refund them again. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you're doing now, but now you are locked in the next eight years. There won't be any other 
refundings on the on this money. I don't think the rates are getting lower either. <laughs> Of course, that's what I've said in 2017, so sure yeah, well. what I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, we have. Can I ask you? Sure, sure. I know you probably have to tell Mr. Chairman, you probably looked at this pretty hard, your recommendation on it. We did, um, and the recommendation is definitely to do it. But I think we talked at the beginning with Mr. Lucas saying that we might save somewhere around you know, half a million dollars, six hundred thousand dollars, and so as you see, it turns out to be even more. Yes, sir. Eight hundred thousand dollars. I will note too. We in this, we had to go through a bond rating, uh, and we did that with Moody's. Moody's upgraded our rating, which is attributable to the commission and your financial standing and your practices solely, uh, and so we're up to a double A three rating now, which, which is great. So that is that's the other reason we were able to get that. Could you ask him what district he lives in? So <laughs> <laughs> I'll move down here if I need to. Hurry, please. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Commissioner Bull. Um, I entertain a motion to, uh, or make a motion that we approve. Fine resolution. I'll second it. Okay. Thank you, sir. And let's pay this thing off early. Mm -hmm. Good thing for everybody. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, sir. Motion in a second. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand. Get off, Commissioner. All right, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you doing such diligent work for us. Years and years. Elmig. Gentlemen, drive safely. Come on, hurry up before Gary get back. All right, quick. Let's make a decision. How you going to do it? Right. Don't get that on my bottom question right off the bat. How are you going to divvy up your money? There you go. Cut him out. So I'm going to say this off so I can, you can hear me a little bit better. All right. So I gave everybody a copy on your desk just in case because I had emailed everybody a copy. Basically, we get um, $353,676.72, which is our LMIG formula amount that we get from the Department of Transportation. Uh, this year, we have to do 30%. Um, one, our uh, T-SPOS is not in effect until this until after this was put in. But it is in effect. Get to 10%. Yeah, well, 10% will kick in maybe till next year. Mm -hmm. So um, we're, we're with 30% this year. Okay. Now, I'm getting some mixed messages from DOT about how the 30 or 10% when I read, if you if you look at the third letter that I gave you, mm -hmm. down at the very bottom, it tells you a code section 48-8-244D. If you read that, it sounds like we should be getting 10% when we have our T-SPOS in, in effect. But, you know, remember this came out in July before our T-SPOS. Mm -hmm. So this year, we're with a 30%. Next year, well, I want to make sure that we're getting what we should be getting by the code section. They did not mean for that to be such a side, side uh, discussion, but it is something I'm trying to make sure that I get covered. <coughs> um, so basically, um, the big money plus our portion, $459,779.74 is what we need to spend. Generally, we spend more than that. Uh, we get more than our 30%. Uh, I want to just kind of run through. I'm not going to read all these numbers to you, 
Um, I just want to hit a couple of highlights. Um, there's a couple down here in District 3 where I have Pioneer Road. Mm -hmm. um, we gave two options there um, to go in and just make the repairs only and then restripe it or make the repairs or then there's an additional cost to overlay it. So you've got Pioneer Road for $98,000 and you have Pioneer Road again for another $69,000. If you want to don't just overlay it without doing the fixing of the stuff or fixing of the bad area. So if you want to overlay it, then you got to spend $168,000. Those two combined. You had the, the combination. That's okay. right. Same, Mr. Likewise, Chairman, I'll take that. Yeah, likewise with Deary, Deary Road, you know, $387,000 to fix the failed areas and another 249000 to overlay it. So you'd be looking at $637,000 to do oh, the whole project. Um, likewise, on Olive Street, you'll see Olive Street for District 2 and in District 5. Uh, District 2 is for repair failing areas and do some limited pavement markings. Uh, the District 5s are certain intersection improvements, mostly along the side streets because the Olive Road there is, is not in too bad a shape, but we would kind of redo the intersection to fix those side roads because uh, uh, Stafford Street and Cherrydale Streets are two intersecting roads and they're really bad shape. So, um, but we would go back about 100 feet from the intersection. So we're not like redoing the whole road in this cost. So that being said, right at $3 million worth of work, mm. you know, then you know, it boils down to you know, how do you guys want to divvy up the, the LMIG money so that we can make the application well, I want $149,988. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want 388 Mr. Chairman, I'll, 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 on Pioneer Road, I mean, if I could get the 98000 that I'm willing to put into 69 with some splossed money. Mm. Gotcha. So that way I could get that road so you won't completed. Be, you won't be able to do but one? Yeah, I'll get that done right. And then maybe by the couple years, uh, Dairy Road, I'm, I'll have enough in Splost. And then T-Sploss will kick in. Mm -hmm. Now that we got some numbers here. Mm -hmm. But if that's... I'm being quiet to add while we're going along, sir. Don't, don't, no, you need to subtract. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I tell contractors all the time, you know, my my okay. uh, job is the minus button. <laughs> Their job is the plus button. Mine's the minus button. Mm -hmm. But that that would be if district. If we did so, those two Pioneer Road, the ninety-eight thousand dollars for Pioneer Road, the one forty-nine for Mount Olive at Church Road, um, that's two hundred forty-eight thousand. Mm -hmm. So that leaves if I us. Get ninety-eight either way. I can. I can make the shortfall. Yeah, that is close to that. Close to yeah, no, I'm trying to say yeah, well, is, we is we, we, we have that's, that's not what I thought we were going to do. Money. Yeah, if we could each get a hundred, I mean, I'll take the hundred. Yeah, that's what it is. Isn't that right, Commissioner Gillett? Have you, you, yeah. yeah, what we're going to split it? We're going to uh, split it four ways. Four what? Yeah, four Probably ways. Best thing to do. Uh, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100. And then who needs? I'll take the 50, 69. Okay, hold on. Let's, I'm going to make sure you understand something real quick. If the amount we get Elmig money is $353,253. Mm -hmm. The match. 
All right, so that's $88,419 of Elbing money, and then the remaining amount would be from the, from the county I divided match. it four ways. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm clear. So okay. the Elbing money is $88,419.18. That's the 353,676.72 divided by four. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do that through which districts? Five, 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 one, five, five, one, three, four, and five. One, three, four, and five. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was just curious on that, um, Trent. Uh, mm-hmm. I was. I didn't put anything in there because I looked at what the cities how their priorities were. Like uh, you're talking about our, our um, the rating sheet that we had several years ago. Um, it seemed like there was a road somewhere, and it might have been a yeah. Chris district, like um, mm-hmm. Lane, or something. there was a road or somewhere that you were talking about yeah. if it's going to be on a priority list. Yes, it might have been off a of harm. I mean, off of uh, was it Harm Ray Road that you were going to pay? I thought it was on a yes, we, we looked at paving the Hiram Ray Road. It's, it's kind of like she was saying earlier, though, some of those T-splots will address. Yes. Um, this is just... So, I will say this. One thing that we probably need to do um, is go through exercise of reevaluating and updating our priority list. Um, for instance, you know, we've, we spent the last four or five years working on Lewis Fraser Road, and we've got a lot of Lewis Fraser Road fixed. There's a short section, but you know, if you look at it now compared to like Bill Carter Road, and I, I'm using those as just examples because I mean I drive on. It's a real good example. You know, those are good examples where Bill Carter Road would probably pop up on the list where it was further down before, and there'll be other roads in different districts that'll pop up differently than they did because I believe it's been six or seven years since we did that. I mean, it's been a long time. I didn't think it had been that long. It's been that long. It's, it's, it's been a while. It's been at least five. Yeah. Marion's had a lot done. But but, but next year this time we'll we'll be we'll be um, preferably have some more Elmig monies to distribute. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. So when you when you when you when you link that with what once T spot starts coming in, and then some of you still have money in your SPLOS account, so mm-hmm. yeah, we should be able to. I mean, we can't get them all. We can just knock them out a few at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, what I have is we're going to divide the Elmig money mm-hmm. four ways districts one, three, four, and five, mm-hmm. 
you know how much of the city house will go? I can look it up. It's on the, it, there's a uh, spreadsheet that the department puts out every year and I can look it up and tell you what it is. I'll sit back down in a minute when y'all are doing something else. I'll try to look it up and I'll text it to you. They they pave in now, Hinesville is. Uh, yeah, they have some helping money that they're doing now. Yeah, they, yeah. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's this year's money or last year's money. So, yeah, we spent all of our last year's money on it. Uh, do we need to, Ms. Brown, do we need, let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, uh, it's a style back. That's all thing we voting on from you, sir? Yes, sir. Okay. Me. Okay. All right. Chair, attend the motion then. Yes, Mr. Chairman. I would make a motion that we approve LMIG. the LMIG request from each district. And we're going to sp split the LMIG uh, amount for 2021 by four districts. That'd be one, three, four, and five. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the match would be split for those four districts also. Which is 88 for 19. Yes, sir. The match is 26. Okay. Okay. All right. I second that. Is motion and second. Second it. You want to say something, sir? I see. Yeah, I'd go ahead and vote. I just want to make, I want to ask for clarification on which projects we're doing when we're through with the vote. Okay. All right. Motion and second. Any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please, for that split. Okay, so for Commissioner Thrift, Pioneer Road is the one that I see for you. That yep. is correct, and if there's a balance, take it out of my spots. Yes, ma'am. For Commissioner Bowen, it's Mount Olivet Church Road. For Commissioner Stevens, it's going to probably have to be Yellowman's Road. Mm -hmm. We got a deal. Okay. Um, and for Commissioner Gillard. Well, I mean, I, I don't have a, enough. You're going to have to do both of them. Yeah, the, yeah I, I want to do both of them. Okay. I just have to get the on some uh, sales tax for the, for the remainder. Okay. All right. I think I got this all squared away now. Thank you very much for your patience. Thank you. Mr. Long. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are we ready? Will we be pretty well ready at the next time you come back on Yeoman's Road? Oh, yes, sir. I can be ready anytime. I'll be honest with you. All I need is about three days of work to change the left side from curb and gutter to roadside ditch, and I'm ready to roll. Hit the ground running. Thank you. Thank you. Ready, Mr. Chairman? Yes, sir. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll start pulling that together. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Y'all have a great day. In government agreement, confinement services. Yes, sir. This is uh, basically between Liberty County for the jail services we provide for federal prisoners, uh, those taken from Hunt Army Airfield and Fort Stewart. We've been holding them for a while. Um, had an old agreement in place. This one replaces that, our new format that, that they liked. Uh, they've looked over, the sheriff's looked over it, Kelly Davis has looked over it and offered comments, and so has JAG at Fort Stewart. Just a couple of quick things. Uh, the rate right now in the first annual period is $69 a day uh, per, per inmate. Um, at the end of that annual performance period, there, does, there is a review that takes place to see what that cost is actually at that time. So we do get a chance to do that. 
the term of agreement is one-year periods that can be extended for nine additional periods. Uh, either party can terminate with 180 days notice, so we're not locked into that. Um, and those are the basics of the agreement. I'll be glad to answer any other questions. Any questions, Mr. Brown? Sixty-nine dollars a day. Six Cur nine. Currently sixty-nine. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is currently is it is it going up or that's well that, that's what the actual pay. cost is right now that's the cost. On average for the inmates and then every year we'll take a look at it and adjust it mm -hmm. for what the actual cost is for the prior year okay okay so you're going to look at it annually annually it gets looked at for mm -hmm. renewed again and that's in um on page two under the terms of the agreement do we have to do the county have to save bed space for Fort Stewart if it's not used uh no sir well, there, there's no there's no guarantees um, no no guarantee of bed space in here it's just if we have bed space we'll space take available. them if not they'll take them to savannah mm -hmm. but they'd rather they'd rather take them here obviously to do that joe i'm sorry well federal marshals uh we do if, if we have them we'll reserve some bed space for them right okay commission Gillick. what yeah the uh the 69 for the bed space and that's that's um that includes everything that you do while you're down there don't it that includes everything that we do now. Uh, if if there is anything, one one of their prisoners requires uh, extreme medical care. This is just basic medical care, uh, aspirin, doctor visit because that's on that's on site. As you know, we contract for that. Then they will come and get them and transport them to Fort Stewart and bring them back. And they and the food and everything that's that's, that's, that's built in. Mm -hmm. All that's built in. Mainly, mainly just food. Uh, yeah. A certain percentage for that medical, the minor medical, and an employee cost embedded in there. Really TV. We don't do any transportation back and forth, so anything that any kind of transportation services the military would provide. What about if it's a military person that's involved in something within the county? Well, if the if it if it if the crime occurs. Off of the installation, it's our case anyway. Okay. It'd be our prisoner. I'm just glad that we were able to get that business back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we have it made a big difference in our bottom business. line when it was. And we not do there. have bed space. Yeah, which, which is good. Yeah. yeah. All right, Chairman, take a motion. Yes, sir. So moved, Mr. Chairman. Second. Second. Okay, motion second. We approve the government agreement as presented by our county administrator. Any further discussion? <laughs> All in favor, raise your right hand, please. The government agreement is approved. Radio bids. Mm -hmm. Mr. Chair, <clears throat> we put a uh, uh, bid out for yes. 23 radios for our emerging fire department. Uh, we received two uh, bids from two vendors. Those were uh, Motorola Solutions and William Communications. Uh, Motorola Solution. Their bid amount was 154, 524.31. After reviewing it and, and looking at the calculations, they overbid it and we adjusted. So that amount was adjusted back to 127,761.31. Uh, uh, Williams Communication uh, submitted a bid of 99,576.44. After reviewing them closely, we recommend to the board that they were, uh, award the contract to Williams Communication for 23 radios and ancillary equipment. Oh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. So actually, we're getting more radios from 
what was the name of the company now? Williams. Williams Communication. Okay, we're getting more radios from this company than what we were getting from Motorola. Am I correct? Well, I believe it's the same number of radios, but it, is, thought, a, it thought, is at a cheaper price. <laughs> I thought when we first started off, remember it was 18. Um, and, and that might have, um, yeah, I we, think we, so. We, we didn't know. <clears throat> I, I mean, I think that was, that was adjusted prior to the bid. So, right. Okay. So yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. I mean, we, we, we reevaluated, I think, how many were actually needed. Right. And that's when we increased it prior to the bid. Okay. But, but it is a much better price. All right. Okay. Yeah. Because actually we had budget, what, 157? I think it was around 157. 157 or 159. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it is a budgeted item, by the way. Right. It's been okay. approved by the commission. Okay. All right. Chair, intend a motion. Yeah, I make a motion that we uh, <clears throat> go with um, Williams. Williams Communication to purchase radios for emergency service fire department. Second. Motion and a second. We approve the bid as presented for Williams uh, Communications in the amount of $99,576.44. Any further discussion on that? That seems to be none. All in favor, raise your right hand, please. Bid is approved. I want, I, I need one for each. Y'all want all that? You can have it. <laughs> All right. Debris removal. Enough in the budget. Debris removal. No, I just don't have it just to hear what's going on. Alan Hurst. Clarify that. I'll bring you back to order. Debris removal, City Alan Hurst. Uh, Mr. Chairman, this is, uh, uh, you know, as you know, we've got a standby debris removal company mm -hmm. uh, for disaster. And what we do is ask the cities whether they want to be part of that agreement with us so that we can handle debris and their municipalities. Mm -hmm. So this is an intergovernmental agreement to do that uh, inside of Allenhurst. I do believe, and I've got um, Mr. Logan checking on this, but I do believe all the other municipalities have also agreed Everybody's to do that. Sorry. So this is just a formality okay. uh, to bring them on board under that umbrella. Okay. All right. Chair, the motion. Who claims Allenhurst? I do. <laughs> so move, Mr. Chairman. Second. Motion and a second, we approve the debris removal contract with the city of Allenhurst, hoping we won't have to use it. Right, any further discussion? All in favor, raise your right hand, please. Mm -hmm. Motion passes. Commissioner Bowen is out of the room. Board appointments. Committee, are you ready? Yes, sir. Defects. For the defects board, uh, Mr. Chairman, um, the committee met, and uh, we have uh, had two applicants, Ms. Brittany Frazier and Ms. Dominic Sibley, um, to re, um, fill the undespired term of Ms. Kathy Atkins. And by a majority vote, um, we nominate Ms. Brittany Frazier. Brittany Frazier is being nominated to fill the unexpired term of Ms. Kathy Atkins for the defects board. The chair would entertain somebody to make that into a motion, please. Well, if you will, I'll take his recommendation. So if you would make the motion, Commissioner Walden. I'll make the motion. Okay. We, uh, okay. I'll second it. All right, motion second. We have Ms. Brittany Frazier to fill the unexpired term with Kathy Axon. Any further discussion? If we none, all in favor, raise your right hand, please. Ms. Frazier is appointed. Thank you, committee.
Medicare Advantage policy. Yes, sir, we we'd had some discussion about um, extending, possibly extending some Medicare Advantage insurance coverage or as, as, uh, as part of retirement for elected officials who had completed at least two complete terms in office. And so what's provided to you there is a monthly cost and an annual cost um, for doing so. Just, uh, just as a reminder, <clears throat> as far as direct budgetary impact, um, having to complete two full terms, um, obviously not all doing that at one time. Uh, I hate to kind of bring this up, the attrition rate for people that are currently on the plan, going off the plan, and some of those type things. We don't anticipate a tremendous budgetary impact on that, but it would be, if the board chose to do that, it would be a cost of uh, $5,746.20. And another note, it would be only for the employee or the uh, elected official. So it would not cover family coverage for them unless they chose to, bless you. to buy up and do that. Um, so again, our recommendation uh, based, on, based on the review we've done is this minor to the budget over some period of time and uh, don't feel like there'd be any problem trying to do that. Is there a handout for that, Joy? Did, yeah. Um, did we get one? Yes, sir, it was. I don't have a copy of We don't have it, Joe. I'm sorry you didn't. That's okay. That's okay. It's, and it really just says uh, 478.85 a month, which is 57.46.20 a year. Again, they would have to be enrolled in Medicare Part B mm -hmm. and be paying that themselves. And this is just a supplemental plan, as all of this is. Okay. Uh, this this plan, Mr. Brown, as we had earlier discussed, this would be for the. <coughs> Entirety of their life. Oh, that's correct. It, it would well it would be as long as they're enrolled as as in Medicare Part B. Yeah. Okay. Which, unless the government changes that, would be for. Be for uh, well, let me say this: there there is no requirement that you have Medicare Part B. Okay, so employees can opt not to do that. If they, for some reason, opt not to do that, then they wouldn't be eligible for this. But if they have Medicare Part B and continue Medicare Part B, then they would be eligible for this coverage. Okay. Now, this was what we undid back in 09, correct? More or less? Actually, a little different. Um, that that had more of a budgetary impact. That was, that was countywide. Mm -hmm. uh, that... It wasn't the same thing. What you did was, for a budgetary concern, over about 375 people, was you discontinued providing full health coverage for them. So it used to be a standard health plan option for retirees, um, more costly, obviously, than this, because it wasn't a supplemental type plan. That's what you really discontinued back then was post-retirement benefits for all employees, full coverage, um, no, no partial coverage. So this is it puts back in some partial coverage for some folks, but it it, it is a supplement plan versus full insurance. Last question is, <clears throat> we don't see, probably not this board. I don't know. We don't see where this could come back and be effective for the employees again. It would be too costly. It would be up to the board as to whether the board wanted to try to look at costs associated with putting that back in countywide. 
as a post-retirement benefit under certain stipulations. Um, but that'd be totally up to the board. And, and another note, I think uh, what had been discussed was looking forward and not backward. And so there's no backward look. It would be anybody that leaves office uh, effective, really effective January or end of December of this year, completed two full terms going forward. But let's say everyone up here, we would be in good shape, including Commissioner Gillett. He's the youngest one out there tonight. Well, I think <laughs> that might be Connie. I don't know. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I hope you're in good shape medically, and I hope you're all fixing to retire at the end of December. <laughs> but you'd be in good shape. Yeah. Taken, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Point well taken. I mean, I've got good insurance, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah. that's paid for. And I'm just saying that this is a, an addition. Something will you entertain a motion? I will. Mm -hmm. I'll make a motion forward with this, Mr. Brown. Okay. Is there a second? Second. Mm -hmm. Motion second. We approve the Medicare Advantage policy as explained by Mr. Brown. Any further discussion among the peers? There be none. All in favor will raise their right hand. Those opposed? One opposed. Motion passed. One opposed. Going forward, right, sir? One opposed, Mr. Chairman. I'm sorry. One opposed. I'm sorry. Probably saw the hand go up. <laughs> Administrative report. Yes, sir. I don't uh, have a lot for you. Just a quick update. Uh, fire station at Islands is uh, on schedule, uh, remains on schedule, probably looking at doing a final punch out down there and a review in about three weeks. So uh, next time I come back to you after that review, uh, we'd like to entertain some notion of a ribbon cutting ceremony down there. We've got <laughs> furnishings and everything ordered. I won't miss that one. And so we're, uh, we'll be good there. Uh, the other thing, uh, just to tell you real quickly, is that working with Mr. Long on a couple of things, trying to finish the master plan to present to you a proposed master plan for Miller Park redo. That includes some convenience center expansion areas. Uh, and I'll come back to that in just a second. It also includes uh, layout for the new master station. So uh, when I was with Mr. McCall today, told him we'd be getting him a, a review of some plans that he did early on to try to gel with all that. We do have a meeting set up uh, next week with uh, Mr. Wells and Johnny from, from down at Solid Waste and Kathy to talk about expansion or look at, at things for convenience centers countywide. Mm -hmm. and so that, that's part of that effort too. Mr. Culbertson gave us some initial numbers last week related to solid waste fees, and I want to make sure we capture any expansion cost in the capital plan in there. So, uh, so all that's ongoing. The other thing, I didn't know whether, whether the board won't entertain it tonight, we took some bids um, on some station renovations for the Lake George station, and we are coming back next week. I think they could probably wait until next week. Uh, we did have a good bid on that, what we consider, uh, which is around $33,000 to do that. 
that is one of the stations that we're prepping for sleeping quarters so the sooner we can do that the better but now that i think about it, we'll be doing the agenda for next week so we'll be back next week it'll be okay to wait till then well remember that we need to change next week okay well maybe we ought to look at that Look at it. Yeah, the, the chair. I don't have a conflict. I'm gonna, I need to take a class on the 50th. So I was going to ask the commission that we could just move the, the meeting from the 15th to the 22nd. Drop it down one Thursday. Twenty-second. Yes, ma'am. Would that work for everybody? I think I can get off that. Day. They can get off that. Day. <laughs> we need to vote on mm -hmm. that. Uh, we don't really need to vote on it. Mm -hmm. That's good for me, Mr. Chairman. So, okay, I appreciate it. So, so, Mr. what we did, and I didn't anticipate really doing that tonight, but if you wanted to, we got two bids on those station improvements down there. What they are is, is standing up some sheetrock walls, uh, doing a little heating and air work to basically create uh, two sleeping sections down there at that station, um, which, is, which is where a crew is located or going to be located. Those two bids came back in. There were two of them submitted. One was RDC Construction Services out of Long County, $43,500. The other was Low Country Builders, $56,490. Our recommendation is to go with RDC Construction Services. They actually uh, are run by the same folks that used to uh, be in charge of all of Holland and Holland's projects. Uh, Scott Cooey. Uh, in, in his work. Mm -hmm. So I, mm -hmm. I, I do, I, I'm very familiar with their work. They do good work. Uh, that is a budgeted item for you um, un, under this current year's budget for, mm -hmm. for that station. And it's doing sheetrock work, you said? It is, uh, it's a combination of sheetrock, some flooring, uh, door, uh, minor modifications not to the wall, mm -hmm. uh, but just to create basically some sleeping area. Okay. That's really where it is. <clears throat> what did we do with the uh, the water problem? We got it. No, well, this, I'm thinking about the Fleming Station too. Oh yeah, well this uh, is Lake George Station. Yeah, this um, is the Lake George. I, I, I would have to get back, Mr. Long, on the water. I know we were talking about a right. sock drain installation. Yeah, I'm sorry. Drain. I, I didn't. Mean, I'm, I'm that's, that's okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, this is Mr. Burns explaining that that wasn't on tonight's agenda. But he'd like us to address the uh, work at Lake George for. Uh, 43,500, sir? Uh, 43,500, yes, sir. Yeah, 43,500. Yeah. Shall I make that motion if you're ready? Okay. Second. Second. Motion on the second. We approve the uh, bid for 43,000. What's the name of the company? I didn't say it in Little Wishy, but. RDC Construction. RDC Construction, yes, sir. All right. Any further discussion on that? All in favor, raise your right hand. All right. Motion passes. Uh, Mr. We did. Uh, open up the window for entertaining historic cultural applications. Uh, we got eight of those back. So um, I know that you and Commissioner Gilliard, and I believe Commissioner Stevens, been so long. is on that. Um, so I'd like to get with y'all if we can before we leave about a date to review those. Okay. Okay. And then make a recommendation back. Uh, other couple of quick things is um, Commissioner Stevens, in fact, reminded me this week that. We had talked about getting the county attorney to, to relook at our charter. Um, it has some age on it and needs some revisions, so it's okay with the board. I'll go ahead and re-engage him. I think you actually talked about that at a planning session. We did. And the other thing uh, that, that, has, that has come up is looking at the, maybe looking at the sign ordinance, not related to billboards, I mean, we obviously can do that too, 
but I, I was thinking one time there was a sign, there was a provision in the ordinance <laughs> that talked about removal of political signs. <laughs> um, not necessarily how many or what size, but some kind of removal, placement on right away and removal afterwards. But when I went back and looked, it's not there. And I know we've had some concern expressed about that. So, you know, uh, if, if you want us to, I'd try to get with the county attorney and get him to, you know, try, try to work up something in the sign section of ordinances for that. Um, nothing, um, I always call it nothing harsh. But you got to recognize too that you know maybe a period of time after the election passes that the property owner needs to remove those signs. It would be up to the property owner to remove them. Commissioner, I, I always thought the the opponent removed the sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes before, right? But uh, but it's uh, but just just a couple of things to think about. Um, number one, the charter. Number two, the signs. If you want us to just take a look at something. Now you. You're representing signs on the right-of-ways, I mean, uh, off the right-of-ways. Well, you know, I looked at the ordinance. I thought there was something in there about placement of signs on the right-of-way anyway. I know there is on the state code. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we don't have anything Nothing. about signs on the right-of-ways. That's another well, issue. I thought, we yeah. had a, I thought we had an ordinance which could place these signs on no. the right-of-way. Not in there. Didn't, 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 didn't see it. No. I thought I remembered that it was at one time handed out in the election office when you registered to vote. Mm -hmm. But it's not there. It's mm -hmm. not there. Right. And I don't know whether it escaped us when we went through the ordinance revisions. Or you ask Kelly to look at this thing? I will. I yeah. will. That's, that's kind of what I'm asking. Right. If we can just let Kelly take a look. And I don't know how you determine where our county roadway is at. The well, state, if it's about that far off a roadway, you pretty much close to you. you yeah. <laughs> the back slope of the ditch. The back slope. I'm talking about something right there on the road. Yeah. Only insurance. Oh, man. But, Joey, they, um, in a person's yard, they could they could leave it there forever, couldn't they? Uh, property. Really? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I, think I, mean, I mean, to sign the ordinance. he has got something, right? Oh, yeah. Y'all had a big to do about that. If you yeah, they, 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 they had something about signs, like yard sale signs and all kind of stuff like that. But I, I think they has... Um, it was more about the number of signs, not, not how long they could stay. Like, if... If I was running for office and my wife wanted to have a, have a yard sale, I, we had to decide which one we was going to display. Mm. You know, I, I don't think you could have two. I think that's what the Hinesville ordinance was. But that was a while back. I don't know. Have they changed But, but um, I, I was just saying in somebody's yard, a political sign, you could put one there and just let it be there for. Some people do. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have. Our ordinance doesn't mirror that. I saw one the other day for elect Alonzo Walter. <laughs> but Mr. Chairman, I, I just I bring those up. What I'll do is I'll get with the county attorney on the on the charter because I know the whole board talked about that. Mm -hmm. time. And we'll do a little research on the sign stuff okay. and see what we can find that, that we've got in place for signs. Well, it needs to be something that says nothing. And also mm -hmm. other cities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, sir. Do that. Well, I got one question for Joe. The the census when when is the deadline? So so now uh, <laughs> there, there was a, a court order signed that extended it to October thirty first. Just approved yesterday, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. was it I, I thought it we was got that same. announcement. Yeah, we got the it was this morning. Yeah, we got. Yeah, the they kept moving it. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So it's been extended. Yeah. Okay. That is finished, Commissioner uh, Stevens. Uh, well, we with the uh, statue over there. 
I know the law says one thing, we can't do this and we can't do that. Where, mm -hmm. where are we so at the, with that? I think I can give you an update. The um, Historic Advisory so the Committee, who mm -hmm. that was tossed to, mm -hmm. um, has been conferring with the county attorney, has conferred with uh, Daughters of Confederacy, who are actually the owners of the sign. And so what they're prepping to do now is to have a public hearing call-in session where folks can call in and express their opinion about relocation of the sign. And then the committee is prepared then to make a final recommendation to the Board of Commissioners. Um, the other thing they're trying to also do is examine by law uh, where it can be relocated to and go ahead and make some initial contacts uh, with some of those folks so that once it comes to you, they're, they're coming to you with a recommendation. And if it's relocatable, then a potential place too. You won't necessarily have to decide the place. Um, but they want to go ahead and do that homework, and so that's what they're doing right now. Okay. All right. Anything else is good in order? Chair, ten motion to adjourn. Move. Second. 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 All in favor.